Welcome to Generate Joy, a podcast for gospel-centered women serving in ministry with their families. I'm your host, Amy Davis, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today because if you've been trying to find consistent encouragement from someone who understands where you're coming from in ministry, (laughs) well, you found it. Every week, I'm sharing ministry mom hacks biblical encouragement, stories from other women just like you, and more. I want to help spur you on to good works. I want to help you stay faithful to the Lord by teaching you how to balance all the things and how to move from surviving to thriving and the life God has given you right now. I know you're going to be encouraged by this episode, so let's get started. This morning, I woke up before my alarm. I don't know if it's because I'm headed towards the big change or we had a long weekend and we're kind of out of sync or what, but I woke up super early. In fact, when I went to the kitchen to get my coffee, I was up before the coffee pot was even brewing. And I remember that walking through the house, I was trying to be super quiet because you know, once I get up, all of my dogs are awake, like instantly. And I know that they're barking and then wanting to get out of the house and everything will just wake everybody up really early. And so I kind of, they weren't awake and I did not like mess them up at all. They were still asleep. So I pushed the like brew button on the coffee pot and kind of slunk down in the kitchen floor, you know, like right by the stove in the corner. And I just waited for my coffee to get, you know, to brew enough where I could get a cup out. And then I was going to go in the living room and kind of just start reading, get my day going. And as I'm sitting there in the corner on the floor, I'm essentially just hiding, right? (laughs) From my dogs waiting on my coffee I was being so quiet, so I didn't wake anyone else, and I realized something was just off, like I couldn't figure it out, so I started like rubbing my eyes and just kind of blinking a little bit, and I realized I can't see, and it's starting to kind of like make me nervous, but I was still like in that morning fog, and as I heard like the gurgle and sputtering of the fresh coffee, I looked up and tried to like focus on the little numbers on the coffee pot. And then I looked up and I couldn't read the microwave numbers. And I, it hits me like, Amy, you did not put your glasses on before you walked into the kitchen. You just got up and went, right? <laughs> like, now I've worn glasses since the third grade. I left school, you know, one of those times when you're young and you remember you go to school in the morning and then your mom signs you out and then puts you back into class like later that afternoon. So I remember the day very clearly because we left school and went through the giant tunnel from Harrogate to Middlesbrough, Virginia, and the lady put the glasses on my face and I could see clearly, like for the first time in my life. And I was a different person. Like I could see the like, um, all the poles that would be on the side of the road for my whole life. Like they were connected by black ropes at the top. I could see individual blades of grass as we drove back, you know, through the mountains, 
brown leaves. We were, I remember stopping at a red light and there was a brown leaf beside our car. And I could see that the brown leaf wasn't just brown. It had yellow and like different colors in it and points on it, like the end of the leaves instead of these cloudy brown blobs, right? And the, one of my favorite things to tell my kids when I got glasses for the first time was when I went back to class, I was signed back in. This boy, Greg Newport, literally calls me four eyes. Whoa, Amy, you're like, a, you got four eyes and made that joke, right? And I can just remember thinking, well, hmm, you don't look as cute as what I thought you were before I went and got my glasses. And I always just have these thoughts, right? So my vision was the same, but my new glasses helped focus my eyes, right? And it it helped them to see clearly. And then it helped me to make better sense of the world around me. Man, it was just one of the most amazing experiences that I can remember from childhood was getting glasses. And I'm sharing this with you today because like my experience this morning of just sitting in the corner with my kitchen, hiding from my dogs and waiting for my coffee to brew, trying to be super quiet, I just got up and just went through the motions of my morning. And I forgot like an essential aid to my way of living. I had no clarity. Like I knew where I was and what I needed to be doing you know, like I knew I wasn't disoriented or scared or anything. Like I am like knew where I was in my house. It's not like I was like out of my mind. It was just blurry and I couldn't see clearly, right? All right, pause. Okay. Of course, there's an easy fix to my morning mishap, right? There's an easy fix. What would you do? What would you do? In this situation, when you realize that you've been going through the motions on like cruise control through your morning and all of a sudden you realize there is something super off and you realize what it is. Yes, you would go to the room and get your glasses off of the nightstand. But this is not what I do. I wish I could say that I just grabbed a cup of coffee, crept back to my room, and grabbed my glasses from my nightstand. But what I actually did was I squinted my eyes to manipulate the green lights to kind of form a number so I could see what time it was. And then I quietly crept over to the cabinet, got out a coffee mug, pulled the coffee pot off while it's still like sizzling, you know, the little drops are like making a noise. I pour just enough in my coffee mug and put it back. And then I shrink back down in the corner and sneakily like ninja myself around the kitchen island and into the living room so my dogs don't see me and I don't wake them up. And then I sit down to read my Bible and I do not turn the light on. I still try to keep squinting. And it just kept going down this terrible, like, I, I couldn't get my um, my Bible where I could read it because of the lighting and just all those things. And finally, I just started laughing. I was like, stop. Okay. You spent this whole time trying to read your Bible, keeping your coffee hot, 
right? And now it's cold. You can't see. You're sitting in the dark, still blurry. Don't have your glasses. Get up and go do something. You know what to do. Go do it and fix it. (laughs) So eventually, I just got up, went back, got my glasses, uh, let the dogs out. No one barked really. Didn't wake anyone up at least. Got another cup of coffee, fresh, hot, warm cup of coffee, turned the light on, sat down and started my reading of morning devotion or whatever. But I say and share that with you because, ah, how many times do we get stuck in this rut where we know what we need to do, but we're not doing it. And we, I try to squint. We try to manipulate so much around us that we get like further and further and further away from where we want to be. And it's taken more and more and more and more time away from what it is we're wanting to do because we are not stopping and getting focused, finding clarity, getting reset. So that is my challenge to you this week. And also the Monday mantra, but now I guess on a Tuesday that I'm sharing, because sometimes I know exactly what to do and I'm just not doing it. And that is just my go-to. I do that with art projects. If I'm if I'm creating something, and I know you've probably done this as well, like I'm not going to gather all the supplies before I start to do something. Sometimes it's like I'll jump into a project and then I'm like, oh, that hammer's downstairs. So then I run downstairs and come back up. Oh, I, I forgot that I need to charge this drill bit. So I go downstairs, charge it up. That gets me off, you know, off my momentum for whatever I'm doing. I get frustrated. And I'm just not like in sync with what it is I'm trying to do. It's like you just start and you just have no plan, no no direction. But it's not necessarily that you're doing anything wrong. It's just not clear. Your goals are not clear. Your plan is not clear. And I love that quote from The Office where I don't remember the circumstance exactly, but Michael Scott says, oh, I know exactly what to do. But in a very real sense, I had no idea what to do. (laughs) I laugh at that sometimes because I'm like, yeah, I kind of just like go back and forth of like, I know what to do, but then I don't know what to do. But my mantra this week is you do know what to do. What if you did know what to do? What would be your first step in moving forward? For me, it would be get off the couch, go get your glasses, and go about your day, right? And I like this thought for this week because with my kids in school now, we're getting on a routine. I've got to get my morning going in a way that is making sense of, you know, going getting my responsibilities done throughout the day and making a schedule and getting all of those things in order so that I can do what it is God's calling me to do, which in part is to do this podcast, to bring you encouragement, to um, support and aid you where you are in your life and where you are in your relationship with God, where you are in ministry with your family. And I really want to come alongside you and do this well but I can't do it if I'm not going to be, you know, committed to just getting up and doing the thing. But my Monday mantra today is, you know what you need to do, so go and do it. Walk by faith. Trust that this is the process God has for me. And just do it. He is going to show me if I'm doing the wrong thing. He's going to bring aid if I need help. 
God is not forgetting about what he's called me to do and who I am. I'm not a mystery to him. He's got all of these things in his control. And be encouraged by that because the same is for you. I want you to know that you are not a mystery to God. He wants you to know him more. He wants to have a relationship with you, fellowship with you. And sometimes we just kind of put that off. We accept like our gospel-centered lifestyle, but then we lose sight of our actual relationship with God. And I just want to challenge you with this Monday mantra. You know what you need to do, so do it. It's that simple. Okay, well, that's what I'm going to have front of mind for myself this week. I would love to hear your Monday mantras. I've heard um, some of you have been given some amazing feedback and encouragement for to continue on this podcast journey. And I do hope that this encourages, encourages you. And I hope that you are allowing yourself space and time to like sit and think about what you want to think about on purpose so that you're getting your thoughts aligned with scripture. You're getting your thoughts aligned with who God says you are. You're allowing yourself to be humbled by the Lord and to receive correction, to receive direction, to to see clearly who we are in light of the gospel and light of Christ, but also to see his plans that he has for you. It's so, so encouraging. So I hope you have an amazing week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Generate Joy. If you know somebody who might benefit and be encouraged by this episode, go ahead and share the podcast with them. And it really does help other people find Generate Joy if you leave a starred review or a comment. So if you have two seconds, just scroll down to the bottom of wherever you're listening to your podcast right now and leave me a starred review. It would really bless me big to hear what you're thinking about Generate Joy and help the podcast be found by more women who are wanting to grow in their faith. All right, friend, have an awesome rest of your week.